Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hey artists, happy fall, I'm back. I am back in Austin. I was gone uh, up in the Northeast for about six weeks. It was so great. I was doing a residency, which I've talked about here at Interlude Residency for artists who are actively parenting. It was gorgeous. The residency itself is so beautiful. Uh, we were there when the leaves were turning. It was just like, mm, you know, we put my little baby next to a pumpkin and took that classic pumpkin shot. We ate some pie. We did all the things. It was really, I feel like um, the Hudson Valley seduced me, y'all. I have been seduced. I got to go back. Um, so loved it. It was, I will say too, just in the spirit of honesty, which is you know, what I try to do here on the podcast. It was also really intense. If you go to a residency with your child, it's still really intense. <laughs> you know, like you're not, you're not just at a residency where you're with yourself and your thoughts and you can have some focus, you know, like my kid was there and he was, we had some childcare, but never enough. Right. So there were days where the childcare person was sick and I had a studio day planned and then I had to pop out and be with my kid. And so it was a very kind of like honest experience of what it is to be actively parenting and making work. And here's the other thing that I'll say. I think all of us, when we want to get in touch with our creative work, we're looking for this experience where we can hear ourselves really well and all of the other priorities kind of melt away, right? And you're just there and you don't have to think about your job or your kids or your responsibilities and you just make your work and it flows out of you so naturally. And in theory, a residency is supposed to be that right? It's like this dedicated time. It's a separate space for you to go and do this work. And even then your life follows you. Your responsibilities follow you. Everything that you, you know, those emails, those texts, all that stuff never stops. And you have to really have a lot of discipline to be like, you know what? I'm going to put that other thing on hold. I'm going to say no to that project. I'm not going to think about that piece of work right now. I'm going to, for me, I had to close my coaching calendar up, you know, for three weeks just so I had some time to think. So it's just to say that when you look at creative people out in the world and you think, wow, they are so prolific. They're so free flowing. They make so much amazing stuff. I think the reality behind the scenes of that and what I'm noticing is that those people actually have great boundaries. They're really good at knowing what they want to prioritize, focusing on maybe one or two things at a time, saying no to things, right? They have like a structure in their lives behind the scenes that lets them be so prolific. So I just want to offer that to you, that, you know, how can you think about the structure or the boundaries in your life that actually enable you to be prolific, to make things, to be expansive, all that stuff, right? Sometimes we think that boundaries are going to really hold us back and constrict us, but they can actually be an enabling constraint. I said it, an enabling constraint for my generate people. You know that one. All right, but that's not what I wanted to talk to you about here today. 
Today we're going to talk about motivation. Ooh, spicy one. It's like, this is a good one. Good topic. This month, now that I'm back in town, we are doing at a mighty practice creative breakthrough hours. This is a limited time thing. I don't always open up my coaching calendar for one hour calls. Um, but I'm opening up though that calendar for, uh, this fall up until I think mid December. And on that call, we are working through lots of different things. Like it might be getting feedback on your work. It might be helping you work through a stuck point. It might be helping you look at your making money, making art problem. It might be helping you look at, you know, revenue and your creative work. It might be um, helping you set priorities and focus with like varying, you know, projects you have going on. Lots of different things. You name the problem. We talk about it on the call. You get feedback, you get a homework assignment, and you get an action plan for moving forward. That's really important for me. So I will like give you steps to take post-call of how to move forward and kind of get you out of your rut. So it's a, it's a very uh, focused call. If you were listening to this podcast when it came out, you just missed our $100 off promo. So if you don't want to miss that stuff in the future, sign up for the newsletter or follow us on Instagram. But the calls are still open uh, for the next month or so. So go to amightypractice.com, check that out, or go to our Instagram, and there's a link to it there. And I want to hear about, about your stuff, about what's going on. But one theme that's coming up on these calls, which is so fascinating, I would say it's come up on almost every call I have done so far, is this idea of motivation, Right? So when I'm talking about your creative motivation, I am talking about why you do the work that you do. And when I ask artists this question, I'm noticing recently, really interesting answers came up. So if I ask like, why do you make paintings? Why do you paint? Why do you make music? People will say things like, because it feels really good when I sell something. Or I love the feedback from my community. I like getting those likes, those follows, those subscribes, whatever, like that feels great. Or I like the status of being invited to participate in something in a show, a residency, a performance. I love that this artist was like, I like the status, y'all. Give me that status. I appreciate that that was, you know, that was like her honest opinion, you know, honest, honest, like, you know, feeling around the subject. So here's the thing. These are results, they are not motivation. These are results, not a motivation. Your results and your motivation are two separate things and they get intertwined sometimes. So getting a sale is a result. Getting a follower is a result. Getting feedback is a result. Getting invited to participate in something is a result, okay? And your results can't be the reason why you are motivated to do the work that you do because it will lead to some challenges down the road, which I'm going to talk about. Okay, so what is the difference between results and motivation? And like, why do these things kind of get so twisted and melded together? Our results are the product of our creative effort. Your motivation 
is why you create to begin with. I'm going to say that again. Your results are the product of your creative effort. Your motivation is why you create to begin with. And it's really easy to confuse them because honestly, when we get great results, like a sale, like a show, like a promotion at work, like a new client, like an invitation, all of that, it feels awesome. It feels great. It can be the spark that keeps us going. It can be the thing that tells us, hey, I'm onto something here. There's something good happening. I feel like uh, an excitement there. Okay. But what happens when you don't get those things? When you don't get the result that you want immediately? What happens if we depend on our results as a sign that we should keep going, that our work is good, that our work is important, that we are valued, right? All of that stuff. We kind of, you know, our creative self-worth gets really, really tied up in our results and we lose sight of our motivation to begin with. Well, a few things can happen. One is we can quit too soon. This is like the biggest thing that I think happens with artists is we don't get the immediate results that we want and we do a creative U-turn. This is a type of self-sabotage, right? We we quit too soon before we maybe get the feedback that we need or or maybe we have to get some reps in and do some more work or maybe we have to make a little bit of a shift in our effort, you know, and experiment and try some new things, but not quit completely. So that can happen. We can quit too soon. Uh, we can get burned out, right? Maybe you're pushing, pushing, pushing. These are for my strivers, my generators. You're pushing, pushing, pushing in a direction and you're not maybe taking that that pause to think about approach and then you just get really exhausted and burned out in the process and then you also quit, right? Or you or lose sight of something, you know, you feel defeated. That can really happen because things aren't maybe happening on your timeline. That's a piece of it that happens with our strivers is that we want things to happen on a specific timeline. And remember, when it comes to results, you control your actions. You don't control the timeline of when you're going to get those results. Okay, so we can get burned out when we lose sight of that. When we feel that impatience with ourselves. Uh, you can also lose sight of what you actually want because you're chasing those likes, baby. You're maybe you're you're chasing you know that status. I love that artist that said that. So really, it's awesome to just know, like know what's really going on for you, right? Chasing, chasing that status, right? And it's not getting you where you want to go. And you lose sight of your creative compass, the things that you actually want to explore and investigate, all of that. You lose sight of that because it gets really quiet, gets drowned out by these bigger things that you're chasing. Okay, so you lose sight of what you might actually want. Here is how this works in my work, I think it's helpful to kind of give you an example. Okay, so I coach, right? I coach artists and I'm brushing my shoulders off here. No, I get results for those artists, right? That's that's a piece of my work. I love doing that. It's meaningful to me. I love it when an artist gets a result that they're excited about, you know, whether that's getting on stock or getting, you know, developing a body of work or getting a new job or making a sale, whatever the result is, I'm thrilled. And coaching also pays my bills, right? That's another result that I get from it. So I can do the other creative work that's important to me. 
These are not my motivations for coaching. Those are my results from coaching. Those are not my motivations for coaching. My motivation is because I find coaching interesting. It's fulfilling for me to talk with other artists, to learn about their problems, to articulate ideas and tools. And in doing that, in helping them, I'm, I help myself too. <laughs> you know, I understand, I understand these problems better and how they might show up for me. You know, I have the same challenges, you know, in my own life. So, right, that's my results and that's my motivation. Let's say I was getting awesome results at something. So say maybe you're at a job and like, you're pretty good at your job. You get some awesome results, but your motivation isn't there. You're not excited about the work. You don't know why you do it. You might feel pretty miserable at work. I think everyone has experienced that before where you might be like, you know, pretty good at something, but you just don't love doing it. You don't feel excited about it. You don't feel that motivation. And eventually your work suffers. Your work it it's you're not going to get those results anymore it's hard to maintain that because you don't have that inner drive that inner curiosity that's at the base at the foundation of what you're doing that has to live there okay so here's your exercise when i ask you why do you do the creative work that you do and i want you to just list out your honest answer okay and then i want you to go through that and be like what is a result and what is a motivation are your results kind of like the weeds in there, like kind of making it very complicated? Is it woven in in a way that you're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that this is not, this is external from me and this is not a helpful motivation. Okay, so what is your motivation? It has to start with you, what you're curious about, what's fulfilling to you, why you do something. Even if you weren't paid, if you didn't get any results, you would still want to do it. Okay, and then what are your results? Can you separate those two things and can you see them as like existing side by side but being separate and not intertwined? Okay, think about that when it comes to motivation, keeping those two things separate. All right, y'all. So come grab an hour, a coaching hour with me before the end of the year and I hope to uh, see you in a workshop soon. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye. If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.